face spinning around the table. Welcome back. This is Dump on the Ump. Season 2, Episode 4. My name is Joel. I am buzzing in from Champaign, Illinois. With me I'm is Jesse. <laughs> Jesse. Jesse. First. We're going alphabetical uh, order. Uh, alphabetically with the letter J. Yes. I'm uh, cascading in from the Finger Lakes down on Ludlowville Road. And then the letter S. Oh, <laughs> it's my turn now. Now it's my turn. I'm Sam. I'm in Brooklyn. Um, and this dump on the up. Let me just get the PR stuff out of the way. Uh, you can listen to us on SoundCloud. You can follow us on WordPress, dumpontheump.wordpress.com. You can follow us on Twitter, at dumpontheump. Um, I think we ha you can search us on iTunes. I don't have uh, confirmation whether or not we're on iTunes yet. But search us on iTunes and let me know if we are on iTunes. And if yeah. you that, that would if be you cool. podcast called Dump on the Imp, just listen to that instead. That would be yeah. a cool podcast. That's actually my side project. That's it. Yeah, it's, like it's my fantasy novel podcast. That would be it's, cool. Yeah. Very high listenership. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, uh, Walk On Music was Imagine Dragons uh, Radioactive. First of all, as a side note, I've never seen that music video before just now. That's kind of a fucked up music video. Um, yeah, was it good? Was why did why did you choose that song? Is there a reason, or you just like? There is a reason. Listen? There is a reason. I do like that song, but it's you know it's kind of cliche, I guess. Uh, why do you think I played that song? Whose walk up music is that? Uh, Bartolo Colon. Bartolo Colon. That's is it actually his walk up music? Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> what a what a I, little. I was gonna suggest. I was going to suggest the walk-up music today be Age Ain't Nothing But a Number, also for Bartolo. Because <laughs> he's old, and he just did his first career home run. Well, how about how about Hit Me With Your Best Shot by Pat Benatar? <laughs> That's just a good walk-up song in yeah, general. I that think. is a good walk-up song, yeah. Or Hell Is For Children by Pat Benatar. <laughs> just anything by Pat Benatar, I think. Yeah. Fit, fit the bill for walk-up music. Bartolo Colon hit his first home run this week. Yeah, at age 42 in like 11 months. The oldest player ever to hit... Wait, 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 yeah. The, wait, wait, wait. Um, yeah. He's the oldest MLB player ever to hit his first ever home run. If that makes sense. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, his first clear home run at 42. I want to play the audio of the home run for about uh, like about two minutes here. Because it's fucking... Wait, stop. It's, it's fucking hilarious. So, so, it so, took more than 30 seconds to run around the base. Exactly. Okay. It's so, so slow. <laughs> let's, listen, okay, let's do it for about two minutes. so out of breath. <laughs> He, like, almost didn't make it. Oh, and, and he hit it against the San Diego Padres. So yeah. That, oh, yeah. That's poetic justice right there. 
Okay, here well, we why? go. Why? Justice. I don't know, because we've talked shit about the Padres oh, for like two us. episodes it's in a row. Justice Cross, yeah, for us, not for him. Yeah, yeah, for us. Okay, all right. Yeah, well, it is It is all about us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right, listen to this for like two minutes. Deep left field. That goes up to Back near the wall. It's out of here. Bartolo <laughs> has done it. The impossible has happened. The team vacates the dugout as Bartolo takes the long trot. His first career home run. And there will be nobody in the dugout to greet him. This is one of the great moments in the history of baseball. Bartolo Colon <laughs> has gone deep. I want to say that was one of the longest home run trots I've ever seen, but I think that's how fast he runs. That, that right there, that's my favorite line. That's just how fast he runs. Yeah, he, he that guy does not run very much. It's true. Um... <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. Everyone on the Mets left the dugout and went into the locker room. And so when he got back to the dugout, there was nobody there. <laughs> yeah, and is that, like, is there a tradition to that, or are they just being dicks to him? Yeah, usually, like, when a rookie comes up and hits the first home run, everyone in the dugout will ignore them yeah, when they I get back that. in. Yeah, like, right. it's not a big deal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they'll just, like, be, you know totally cold and distant, you know. It's an emotional scarring sort of thing. Right, you know? right. Uh, so, this was, I mean, first career home run. He's been in the league for like 25 years already. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, so it was, just, it was just that, I think. I just like the image of uh, I think it's Syndergaard going like like clapping and just like jumping in the air like like not being able to believe you know the young pitcher on the Mets uh, like just so like just so happy for this all of them Flores too like they're all just like so like they think it's fucking hilarious is what they think right you know like it is hilarious I mean I don't know what the equivalent in basketball or football would. Need for that, there almost isn't a quick like. There is no other sport where like you would just have a massively out of shape person in that like is not it's not like maybe like uh, uh the refrigerator Perry. I exactly. forget his first name scoring a touchdown. But the thing is, the they make they make like defensive touchdowns. I mean that happens. But yeah, no, like he that, was an offensive li- an offensive lineman scoring a touchdown. Right. It happens though, but like, I feel like it. Well, pitchers hit home runs too, though. I mean, that has. Yeah. Yeah, just just, not super, super fat old pitchers. Right. It's like more like a goalie scoring a goal in hockey or something like that, you know? Well, I disagree because what Sam said about like pitchers hit home runs. Like, they're good. There are some pitchers who you like. I don't know if those. Good hitters, but there were pitchers who was like, "Oh, this guy can hit a home run." Like, like Madison Bumgarner. Yeah. yeah. Didn't he hit like two home runs last year? No, he hit like eight home runs last no, year. No, but like two in the same in the same game, I think, or something like that. Well, I think oh, maybe doesn't matter. Yeah, it really doesn't matter because <coughs> it's you know San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just should this episode be the one where we shit on the Giants the whole time? Uh, we can shit on the Giants. I'm down to that. I feel like that's I feel like that's every episode. No, every episode is us shitting on the National League. Minus yeah. the Mets. Yeah. Hold on, I want to read this though. Okay, so um, a baseball card of Bartolo Colon's home run shattered sales records of Topps yeah. Now, the card manufacturer. The company sold eight thousand eight hundred twenty-six cards. Of the 42-year-old pitcher hitting a home run on Saturday, the card went on sale at 11:30 a.m. on Sunday, and stopped production exactly 24 hours later. Yeah, I heard that too. That's um, hilarious. Well, so like, Mets fans love that guy. Like, yeah. So much. Yeah. He's like a cult figure. He's like, I don't know. Uh, but they're like super into him. Uh, 
And yeah, I mean, it people were losing their shit here when that happened. It was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> It is pretty awesome. Pretty I mean, awesome. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty incredible thing just in general that this guy, you know, he spent most of his career in the American League and then, like, came to the National League. And then, you know, he's been here for a number of years and right. finally hit a home run. It's good for him, you know? Also, he fucking crushed that ball. He, like, <laughs> it. was not, like, a little, like, barely a home run. Like, he really sent it sailing. That was like ten rows back. Yeah. Um. Well, I you know let's point out on a different subject that uh, all three of our baseball teams. That's just where I was going. Yeah. Yeah, are leading their divisions. Whereas I think had you said maybe not the white, but like that was not necessarily our predictions in episode. No, one. no, the White Sox were not supposed to be good, um, but they are good. <laughs> So that's cool. No, the Red Sox were supposed to be good. Yeah. Oh, were they? But we're kind of like back to old school Red Sox baseball where our pitching sucks, but it doesn't really matter because we're scoring 15 right. runs a game. Right. Right. You guys, what? Didn't you win like by like 13 runs last night or something? Yeah, we won 14 to 5 last night. 14 to 5. And, okay. and I stopped paying attention to the game. When yeah, that's like a minor contest, league baseball like, game. The Red cool. Sox, what I. Stopped paying attention tonight. We're up eight to nothing in the fourth, in top of the fourth inning. Still, wow. were, were they playing? Oakland. Oakland, nice. Um, talk about okay. So, on the same line of all of our teams are in the first place in their respective divisions. Last weekend, history was made when um, you had the Washington Nationals at the Cubs, and right. you had the Red Sox at the White Sox the same day. So oh. it was the first time in MLB history that you had four division first place teams playing in the same city in the same night. Yeah. Um, and I watched part of that game. It was one of the games the Red Sox beat the White Sox. And yep. David they took two out of three, actually. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. They took two out of three and it was I was watching one of the games that Boston ended up winning. And David Ortiz was crushing it. Yeah, the Red Sox are now winning eleven to nothing in the bottom of the fifth. Who are they playing right now? Oakland. Oh yeah, okay. So uh, what uh, Ortiz, like like Yeah, well I wanna to talk to him about I wanna give him a dump on the hump shout out for charging out of the dugout and trying to attack the umpire in the game the other day. Do you guys see that? No. No. It's terrifying. He, like, struck out on <laughs> a terrible, oh, my God, a ball, like, basically bounced on the ground, said some shit to the umpire. Umpire tosses him because you're not allowed to argue balls and strikes. And then, but he throws him out like a what was walking away and said some shit. It's, like, in the dugout. The umpire comes over, chucks him, and he like charges out of the out of the dugout at like top speed, and you like you think that like the umpire is going to be dead, you know? Because David Ortiz, he's a big man, um, but he didn't he didn't hit him. But then there was like like the manager and like a couple of his teammates were like hanging onto him, like dragging him back towards the dugout. It was pretty epic. Did you, you guys... don't think it's all just theater, though? Just, like... I mean, I feel like so much of that stuff, especially with the coaches, where it's just theater, it's just, like, you have to present a face for the rest of the team. I think David Ortiz is pretty hot-blooded, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, like, a big, goofy, kind of nice guy, but I think that, like, when he gets angry, he gets super angry. Yeah. You know, he's from the Dominican Republic, so he's got that Latin... Right. Latin flair... You know what I mean? It's that Latin anger. What about, uh... Yeah. Well... So who who else is on the Red Sox team, though? Because what they got? They got, uh, Xanders? 
Xander Bogarts. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dustin Pedroia is tied for the league lead in hits. Really? Yep. Um, Mookie Betts. Yeah, Mookie uh, Betts. Yeah. Hanley Ramirez is having a good year again after his terrible year last year. Oh, and Sandoval's out for the season. Sandoval's out for the season, but the right. guy who replaced him at third base, Travis Shaw, who's like a rookie, or was like, I think this is like his first full year in the majors. He was up and down some last year. Uh, he's having a great year. Uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. is having a great year. Jackie Just Bradley? crushing the ball. Did, did he get in trouble for Ped shit? No. No. no he okay. got in trouble because he couldn't hit the ball. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's like uh, he's like an incredible defensive center fielder, uh, but he just wasn't hitting at a major league level. But he's been hitting pretty well this year so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's, he's a defender. Oh my god! Just like you know, covers so much ground, makes amazing plays, has like a rocket arm. Um. But yeah, Pablo Sandoval hasn't contributed anything. Uh, you know, that Cuban guy, Ruz May Castillo, I haven't seen him play once. Uh, it's a lot of young guys, you know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that young core that they've been trying to build up for a number of years. Who's your catcher? Uh, it is either Christian Vasquez, who's also a young guy, yeah. Uh, or Ryan Hannigan. Oh yeah, an old guy. Yeah, yeah, they're both pretty good. Yeah, right, right. Uh, but Vasquez is an incredible catcher, actually. Um, and then we have this other guy, Blake Swihart, who is also a catcher, but they and he started off the season on as the starting catcher, but then Vasquez came back from Tommy John surgery. And they sent him back to AAA to, like, learn how to play first base, I think. Really? Yeah. Because he's, like, a better hitter than Vasquez is, but Vasquez is, like, an amazing catcher. He's, like, a, you know, Yadier Molina-style catcher. Well, I want to give a uh, dump on the up shout-out to Robbie Cano, who's having uh, a yeah. stellar time. The guy is... Yeah, hot. good call. Hot. That guy is basically hitting it like a home run every game. Yeah, he's on my fantasy baseball team. Oh, nice. We have a good team this year. I mean, it's really, it's a pretty like, I mean, it sort of skews more towards like a lot of home runs, which is typical to the Mariners. Um, but we're actually getting like, the difference is that we're converting like you know, we're actually getting some base hits, doubles yeah. and stuff, and, like, with, like, scoring runs with runners in scoring position, which has, like, always been the problem for the errors. They, right. they, they'll load the fucking bases, and then everyone Strike will out four times. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, so it, it really is, like, the pitching's been pretty, like, our, like, our number one and number two, like, Iwakuma is not having a good season. No. No. Um, body. Uh... Felix Hernandez last night won, and I think he has the most wins of any Mariners pitcher ever now. Oh, yeah? That's pretty big. Uh, Yeah, I think that's true. It's a big deal. Yeah, it was some statistic like that. I mean, I don't know. He also has frosted tips, Sam. He does? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Man, I want want to frost my tips. We should all frost our tips in Chicago. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. I'm already referring to that trip as that time when Joel got a neck tattoo. <laughs> it's gonna happen right here. What are you gonna get? Are you gonna get frosted tips tattooed on your neck? Yeah, in that script, that like cursive script up and down my neck. Or, or just get a picture of Calvin, Calvin and Hobbes with frosted tips. That'd be pretty good on your back. Yeah, that'd be hard. Oh, oh man, that'd be cool to have, like, Hobbs crawling up your back. Oh, yeah. Wasn't yeah. there a guy at college who had a Hobbs tramp stamp? Yeah. I kind of remember that. Who was yeah, that? Yeah, who was that? 
<laughs> no, you're totally right. Remember, you're totally right. I remember yeah. that existed. Pops trips, dude. There's a lot of people there that had stupid tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not yeah. excusing myself. I'm not excusing myself from that. <laughs> Buffalo man. Also, hey, Obama. Obama said that's the new national uh, animal. The buffalo. The bison. Right. The bison. When did yeah. you say that? I, don't know, I saw something. It may have been an ad online, but I'm taking it for truth. <laughs> okay, uh, back to baseball. Sorry, I was getting distracted there for a while. No, no. Were you looking? Were you looking at neck tattoos online? I was just looking at pictures of sweet ass fucking neck tattoos online. Broken oh. <laughs> back tattoo. Just the like image from the baseball card of Bartolo Colon hitting the home run. That would be a sick back oh. tattoo. Oh, on like your entire back. That right, you just get a body tattoo of Bartolo Colon. Bartolo Colon hitting that home run is is close to an episode of The Simpsons with where like. Homer home at the bat. Yeah, home at the bat, yeah. <laughs> oh. Whoa. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty awesome. Like, I'm sure Cologne like, is watching the signals and it's just like, ma 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 Yeah, no, if you're the manager of the Mets, what fucking signals are you giving Boto Cologne? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Eating a sandwich. Like, don't die. Don't die at this at that, I guess. Don't hurt yourself. Don't, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> Not like hit a home run. Um, so, okay, so do you guys want to talk about um, most disappointing teams or do you want to talk about the Washington Nationals? Isn't that the same category? Oh, I set you up and it was great. Perfect, Sam. Good job. Perennial, perennial, like, disappointment, the Washington Nationals. Perennial disappointment, the Washington So I was watching them play, uh, I think this was two nights ago, they, they beat the Tigers. Uh-huh. Uh, and they beat the Tigers on a walk-off. Side note, I feel like the NL is doing really good in inter-league play this huh. year. Um, I think they're 24 and 18. Um, which wow. strikes me, yeah, right? Like, for years, I'm like, whatever, the AL is way better than the NL. I think when you take into account the entirety of the teams that year, um, this year, it's different. Well, the Cubs are the best team. And the Cubs are the best team. And we need, the Cubs are right now, like, historically good, which is terrifying. Uh, They have a a plus 102 run differential. That's fucked up. Yeah. The the White Sox have the best run differential in the AL. The White Sox have a 32 run differential. The best in the AL. The best in the AL. The best in the AL. Really? Yeah. Now, I feel like the Red Sox have been scoring so many runs. It's ridiculous how many runs they score. Let me check, check my stats. Yeah, check the stats. Check my stats. Okay. White Sox have a plus 38 uh-huh. as of right now. Red Sox have a plus 30. Uh-huh. White Sox have scored 139 runs and allowed 101 runs. Red right. Sox have scored 170 runs yeah. and allowed 140 runs. Uh, right. Yeah, now, the pitching's not very good. Now, the is different. Let me go down to the NL, though, because this is just fucking insane. The Chicago Cubs... Okay, let me preface this, because this is kind of pissing me off. Let me preface this. The White Sox are 23-10. and 10. They just had their best month of April in their franchise history. Okay? And you're pissed because the Cubs are, like, outshining them? The Cubs are 24-6. and six. Uh-huh. The Cubs have a run differential of 102. The Cubs have... Yeah. It's more than double the next 
So they're number yeah. one, and number two is the Nets at 46. Right, yes. The Cubs are going 184 runs. 184 runs. Second best in Major League is the Red Sox at 170. Oh, third best. The Cardinals second at 175. Red Sox are at 170, okay? So, so you got Cubs. Well, they've scored 11 runs today, so. Right, but the Cubs, the Cubs have allowed 82 runs, which is also the best in baseball by nine. The Mets are second at 91. The Cubs have both the best offense and the best defense. Pitching. Pitching in in Major League Baseball right now. It's insane. Let me, let me pose a question to you guys. Hypothetically, if the Cubs and the White Sox faced each other in the World Series, what would they call it? Um, oh, well, we had it. Uh, Have you had? Yeah. Well, no, 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 because, oh, I should know this. We called it the Crosstown Rivalry. With, like, because they play each other every year now, right? You you meaning oh. it's, the, it's the Subway Series. Right. Right, but the right, above-ground right. subway series? Yeah. I think it'd mostly be Chicago is lit on fire. Um, I don't know. Maybe the Red Line series? Like, the Red Line goes to both um, stadiums. They won't call it the, the, like, the battle on the lake or something? No. The, no. the wind... The Windy City Showdown. The, the yeah. Sailboat Series. The Sailboat Series. <laughs> the Regatta. <laughs> America's Cup. America's Cup. The Ryder Cup. Let's the... just call it that. <laughs> I don't know what they would call it. Um, yeah, that's a good call. So, San Francisco Giants are in first place in the NL West. Really? And they have a negative run difference. Yeah, the NL West is... It's garbage, like a yeah. big pile of poop. Big pile of... Oh, they're only at 500. And that's something I wanted to ask about also. So let's see if I can pull this up. Like, like so many squads that I was like, oh, they're going to be good are underachieving. Right. Right? So, like, you got, like, Kansas City is at 15 and 16. Toronto uh-huh. is 17 and 17. Like, these teams. Oh, Houston. What's up with Houston? Uh, they. Their pitching, their bullpen is terrible. That's crazy. That they're, they're, historically, they strike out more than anyone else. And last year, they just. Their strike. They didn't. They just didn't strike out as much. They, like. They, they were just getting a crazy amount of hits. But, um. I mean, I watched a lot of the series the Mariners played with them last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're just not—they're not getting a lot of hits. I mean, they're still a good team. They're just like, well, I, they still have good players. They're not—they're not—they're. It's the same team more or less, but uh, it's not as uh, the magic isn't there. But let's remember—it's still like, you know, May. early May. Yeah, you know, yeah. things could change quickly. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, if they continue to lose a lot, they might not be able to come back from that. But. Uh, the Astros are only six and a half games out. I mean, that's not dire. The Twins, however, yeah, the uh, Twins are bad. They were supposed to be like ascendant this year, but they are fourteen games back at eight and twenty-three. That is terrible. Yeah, the that's Twins bad. are bad, and that that actually makes me a little hesitant about the White Sox because I I think the White Sox are six and zero against the Twins. Like, right, like so. The white, like, I, I'm, I'm going to say the White Sox are good, but, like, a third of their wins have come against the Twins, essentially. So. So a third of the Twins' losses have come for the White Sox, though. True, That's, yeah. Well. I like how bad the Yankees are. That's not terrible. Yeah, the Yankees yeah, suck. That's always pretty good news yeah. when they suck. Yeah. It's kind of like a scenario of, you know, their age catching up with them, I think. 
Because, you know. And injuries. And that on that slot, Bartolo Colon would be like the kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone on that team is so old. Yeah, they're going to have to, they're going to really, they're fucked. They have to take their whole team apart. Yeah, well, and they have, I'm like, paying all these guys so much fucking money also. I don't know, it makes me really happy. And, you know, you know, it's not a good thing to, like, take pleasure in the failure of others, but I can't help myself. Sure. Stuntbender is, like, spinning in his grave right now. Yep. Um, okay, so, so Bryce Harper, I want to talk about Bryce Harper for a little bit. I hate that guy for some reason. Yeah, I hate that guy for some reason also. So the, I don't know why. Well, well, Bryce let me, did. let me propose I something. He, the, I know why, because he plays for the Nationals. Oh, yeah, right, it's true. <laughs> yeah. That is probably why. No. Nationals ahead. were playing Detroit, and uh, Harper had struck out twice, Questionable calls. And he was getting, like, pissed off about it. And, like, start John at the, um... Oh, yeah, that's it. It was the bottom of the ninth, and it was a tied game. It was the bottom of the ninth, tied game. 4-4 four, four, Nationals Tigers. Bryce Harper's up to bat, strikes out, starts talking shit to the ump, gets kicked out. Okay? Right. But doesn't actually leave. Okay? Uh-huh. The next batter, uh, some dude, Johnson, um, is up to bat, hits a home run, walk-off home run. Bryce right. Harper... I thought com- they were in Detroit. No, they were in Washington. It was a home oh, game. It was a walk-off. Harper comes out and is like celebrating, you know, mobbing him at home plate, and then, like, turns to the ump and clearly says, like, fuck you, motherfucker, that's what you fucking get. Oh, see, now I don't hate Bryce Harper. Yeah, that makes you like Bryce Harper more. <laughs> yeah, God, I hate the umpire so much. <laughs> Good, so did he get fine? He must have. Not that I'm aware of. He probably did. You can't hang around after you get ejected. Yeah, that's, that's what he definitely did. Cuss out the ump. Right, yeah. yeah. And, and like, show up the ump. Yeah, love it. Yeah. So good. To see, he also he gets a shout-out, for sure. Also, did you see that thing where he was in that game against the Cubs, and he walked six times and was mm. hit by a pitch? Oh, he is. he's facing person. suspension now. He's facing a suspension? Yeah. Why? What happened? What? For, for what I just described. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so and, and so he got walked six times. Ever. He's the only player ever to reach base in a baseball game seven times and not Get a hit. record a plate appearance. So did, were they any of them intentional? They were all intentional. Know. Most of them. Uh, I didn't watch the game. But he was, uh, yeah, he walked six times and got hit by a pitch. So his official line score is that he was zero for zero. But he was on base seven times, which is pretty nuts to think about. First first plate appearance, walk on four pitches. Second plate appearance, walk on five pitches. So those were not intentional. Those were just walks. Right. Third plate appearance, intentional walk. Fourth plate appearance, hit by pitch. Fifth, walk on five pitches. Sixth, intentional walk. Seventh, intentional walk. Seven plate appearances, three intentional walks, three walks, one hit by a pitch. And zero at bat. Zero at bat. Which is nuts, though. And that's Nationals versus Cubs. That's another thing. Like, that's a very reasonable preview of the NLCS. Right. Are the Cubs... What are you thinking? Red Sox-Cubs World Series? Uh, 
No, I'm thinking White Sox Pirates World Series. I don't know. Um, yeah. That's, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> well, you guys will have to agree to disagree. <laughs> I don't know. We might not be friends anymore. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a good thing. Um, I think they're... I don't know. Know about the White Sox, Joe. No, I, honestly, I don't know. I just, I just don't want. I, I, I don't want the Cubs to win. I'd be fine with the Red Sox, but Red Sox Cubs would just drive me insane. I would hate to have a Red Sox Cubs World Series. It would be so good. That'd be like the most watched World. Yeah, series it would be the. Time. Yeah, it would be the most watched World Series of all time. As opposed to who played last year? Oh, Mets and. Mets and Royals, and we like we like stop the podcast because we like uh, Mets are gonna win this game, and then they didn't, and then they lost, and then oh they my lost. God, that was. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you were, were you there that night, Joel? Uh, we no, I was in Champagne, but you were in Champagne, okay. We were podcasting that night, and it was like late. We were trying to. Lie. I don't even know if we put it up on the website. We didn't, because it yeah. was like an episode. That it was, was late. We were like, oh, it's so late. And we're watching it. We're like, oh, no. Fucking Mets nope. are going to win. So we hung up. Yeah. And then Kansas City won the game. Yeah. I think we're steadily getting drunker, too, as that episode went on. Well, it was like 2 a.m. I fell asleep, I think. That sounds like, sounds yeah. like me. Yeah. <laughs> we... Listeners, we're gonna have like the what's the the Bob Dylan um, reference? Underground tapes, unreleased tapes, bootleg series. Boot, that's what I'm looking. For. Yeah, we're gonna have the bootleg series because we, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a couple of episodes yeah. of the bootleg series that two right? At least two that are way boozier and way later at night. Than even the way longer <laughs> and way longer, way more non sequiturs. Well, we should try, and we I will promise you that one will most likely be recorded about ten days from now. Yes, maybe okay. more than one. Yeah, that would be lots of fun. But let's let's hold off on that. Yeah. Um, okay, so so I want to ask you guys a question because I need a new drink. So. Uh, and we'll, no, we're doing good. 37 minutes. Um, intentional walking. Uh-huh. What are your opinions? Because let's get back to this Bryce Harper thing. The Cubs made it work. Do you think it's a good strategy? Do you think it is a fail strategy? Do you think MLB needs to do something to crack it down on? Uh, no, I don't think so. I feel like that's not something you can just be like, no, don't do it, because then they'll just, like, pitch around the guy anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I think, it, like, it's, it's not like it doesn't do harm to your own team when you put a player on base when they're, whether or not, you know, you're only giving them one base, but you're still adding a player to the base. You know, it's like, I remember one time Manny Ramirez, when he played for the Red Sox, was up with the bases loaded. The Red Sox were losing by like three runs, and they intentionally walked him. They intentionally walked a run in. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Rather than, you know, pitching to him, which yeah. is crazy. That just shows like what their level of fear is on like him crushing that ball and taking the lead. Right. right. Well, they asked him, and he's like, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give up the run to save four. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's the kind of thing I think that is just a part of the game. It's a bummer when it's your team, or even even watching your team do it, like, pitch to someone. Although it's usually only in a really, like, high-tension situation, you know? It's not like you're yeah. getting that in, like, the third inning of a ball game with, like, May, you know? That's a more like late season playoff sort of situation. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like it's fine. I don't, I don't worry about the intentional walk. It doesn't happen that often. Um, and, you know, 
And, like, they really have to feel... Because even the best hitters only get a hit, like, one every three at-bats, you know? Right, right. So, they normally... I mean, you know, you think they could just walk David Ortiz every time, but they don't because... Right. Or, you know, Bryce Harper or Mike Trout. But they don't because they usually get out anyway. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm trying to like think of a way to like play that into like the XLB. Like, what would be what would be a new rule for the XLB regarding uh, intentional walks? Intentional walks. Uh, the the like the fifth inning is intentional walk happy hour, and everybody gets intentional walk. Every time you walk a pit, uh, you intentionally walk someone. The pitcher loses a toe, and they drink. Or they drink. The whole team drinks. Every time you intentionally walk someone, that person automatically goes to third base. Ooh, that actually, I if you made it a, a two, yeah, that would change. Actually, let's make it a double. An intentional walk counts as a, a double. double. That's a, a what's it called? What? A, a Ground, not ground rule double. What's it called? Yeah, infield rule. No, no. When it like bounces and then goes out of the field. That's ground rule double. That's ground, ground rule double. double. Yeah, like and it, that would actually be interesting if, if an intentional walk became a ground rule double, or what not is, an intent. Let's say let's say not an intentional walk because you can't. That'd be hard to like prove. A full ball walk. A, a full walk. A full pitch walk. Is a double. the The well, pitcher has to throw at least second base. Or exactly, yeah. What? You leapfrog and you go to third. But then that get no, no. But then the guy on second. Oh, but no. Then the guy on second goes to third. Oh. Because then you got a guy on second and a guy on third. You still can't get the double play. Because they often will intentionally walk someone when there's no one on first base. Right. To set up the double play. To set up the double play, exactly. Um, so. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like the intentional walk is generally bad strategy. For the reason, Sam, you were saying. The best hitter is going to hit 33% of the time. Right. You, you, so, do, you do it to set up a double play. I also don't like stealing bases strategically, but, like, it's fun. How can you not like stealing bases? I mean, it's fun, but, like... So badass. You need, like, an 80% success rate to make it worthwhile. Right. Do you, did you see uh, where What's-His-Name stole home again? Yeah, yeah, we posted that. Uh, Ellsbury. Oh, yeah, we did. We talked about that. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Which is badass. I'm not saying it's not badass. I'm saying... Yeah. That's the badass oh, yeah. thing, possibly, in baseball, is straight steal of home plate. Yeah. Um, okay, so, uh, I want to I wanna talk about a couple of things. Uh, I feel, yeah. I feel like I should give a shout-out to my wife, Robin who um, completed her first ever marathon two weeks ago in the Illinois Marathon, finishing five hours and 15 minutes. She ran 26.2 miles. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. That's a very long way to run. Yes. That's, that's like bananas. Yeah. That's how, how I would describe that. I, don't, I mean, I'm very impressed. Uh, and, you know, very proud of her and everything, but I think she's a crazy person. That's it takes I'm some kind of insanity to be willing to do this. Yeah. And I've got kind of two directions I want to go with this. It, it was an interesting day because it was in Champaign. Usually there's, like, big crowds to, to show up at the marathon, but, like, it was cold and rainy. It was, like, right. 50 and rainy, and, like, nobody showed up. So it's like you're running around your town. I mean, 
that's a hyperbole. People showed up, but not a lot of people. So it's right. a lot of like running around your town in the rain for 26 months. <laughs> so here's a question. Are there like running super fans? I don't or know. Like, or it's just like runners are fans of running. I think it's runners, like I think fans. more the second thing, that runners are fans of running. Um, because, like, she's joined a running club, uh-huh. and they go running every week and do long-distance running. And in marathons, there are these people called uh, pesos, which uh-huh. I think is a fascinating concept. So this is the person who they run around carrying a sign that says they're running a 12-minute mile. And they're, like, obliged to run a 12-minute mile for the entire marathon. That's their job. So that all the other runners can tell, okay, I'm making my goal of running 12 minutes a mile for 26 miles. Is there a guy who's, like, carrying a sign that's running a two-minute mile, and he's just, like, sprinting? (laughs) No, because those guys are insane. Like, last year, I got got a good seat. I got ahead of the crowd. This year, I didn't get to watch this. Last year, I dropped Robin off at the starting line, and there's, like, 45 minutes until she started, so I went and got, like, McDonald's. Wait, she ran it last, last she year? She ran the half marathon last year. Last year, she ran the Illinois half marathon, a mere 13.1 miles. Yeah. <laughs> like a bum. And this year was her first marathon. That's, like, for children, that race. <laughs> exactly. Actually, though, the kids who run, I don't know if I know a kid who's run a half marathon. But you watch kids who are running, like, 5K, 10Ks, like, three to six miles, they are fast. It is hilarious and awesome to watch, like, a 10-year-old just, like, book it for six miles. Um, but I don't know if any of them ran the, the full half marathon. Be, there's some age limit for the half marathon. You gotta be, like, 13 or something. Yeah. Um, but you can have younger. So last year I got out uh, and I got a good spot. And like the Illinois Marathon is like a qualifying marathon for Boston and for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like some of the like Olympic caliber runners will run it each year. Mm-hmm. And these are dudes who can run basically a five minute mile, can average. Mm-hmm. A five-minute mile for 26 miles, 26.2 miles. What's what's the, like, Olympic, like, average finishing time for a marathon? Two hours, I bet. The guy it's around two hours, this, okay. Yeah. The Illinois Marathon won in, like, two hours, 20 minutes. The guy who won the Illinois Marathon ran about two hours, 20 minutes, Maybe according to us. Gotcha. Two and a half hours. Wow. So, but those Kenyan guys do it in like a minute, an hour or 50 Well, these dudes were Kenyan dudes. These are like two Kenyan oh. dudes who are like, they need to qualify. And just to watch them, it's like, like they are basically flying. Like, it looks like right. you're watching two people fly. Right. And, and, and the thing that just amazed me the most so it, and I got to see them about mile three, which is pretty early in the marathon, and right. I I'm listening to like the and it's like seven in the morning, and I'm listening to people on the radio and they're like runners on Green Street, runners on Green Street, right? And you see these two African dudes, who are just like, you know, skinny dudes, like flying. And then you wait, like, probably two minutes. And then you see the the pack of, like, athletes. And and this pack is, like, dudes who are incredibly good athletes. Who are, like, triathletes, you know, uh, triathletes and, uh, what's that? Iron Man competitive kind of guys. Who win, win all the local races. Just getting smoked by these like Olympic style right. razors. 
And they were, like, feeling really good about their three-hour marathon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Which you should. You should feel good. Like, like there's so much what of a... What I love about running is that there's very little incentive to be jealous of someone so far out of your class. Like... Well, I feel like there should be more jealousy involved in this. I feel like we should kick that at the competitive edge up a notch in the sport of running. I don't know. Like, there's so much uh, backlash about, like, oh, you know, kids today and everyone gets a medal and, like, you know, you just, you know, nobody cares about winning. It's all about participating. But, God damn it! if participating is running 26.2 miles, everybody should get a fucking medal. You should get a fucking medal. If you go 26.2 miles without taking a nap, you or should get a medal. A or, or driving in a car. Ooh. There, you should read on some scandals of people cheating. Yes, there that's was, what I was about to say. There's a woman who's been uh, banned from, like, competing in triathlete competitions because she super cheated and it was really interestingly difficult to prove um, and it was a big, like this is kind of a tight-knit athlete community and it was a yeah, really huge scandal. And this is now. Yeah, this is now. Yeah. This month so she got, who, they finally who's the bad boy Ooh, that's a good question. Who's the bad boy of marathon winning? So I feel like that would do a lot for the exposure of the sport. Yeah, the the heel, the heel of marathon winning. Runners are yeah. by and large incredibly socially awkward. Yes. So it's hard to get like good trash talking or some of the good rivals rivalries you get with team sports. <laughs> so let me ask you: when I when I've gone to see the New York City Marathon, people often will write their own names on their body or on their shirt or something like that. And then when they run past you, people say, go, team. Yeah, that's actually a thing. Like, like when you got at the Illinois Marathon, when you got um, your runner's bib, it would have your name on it. And you get to pick what you want there. You can say, you know, Robin, Dean Coney, yeah. Runner 5, <laughs> whatever you want to put on there. Is there a lot of international? Like, often with, like, uh, empathy, again, at the New York City Marathon, it's like someone just has, like, it's like Sweden or Italy or like, and then they're like really represent like, and then all of their clothing is in that their national colors or their faces painted or not so much there. No, this isn't. I don't think we're as uh, yeah, not not as big a marathon and not as multicultural a marathon as the New York one. Um, although we have a big representation of like all the different international students at U of I, so. It'd be interesting to see like how many uh, you know Chinese people are running in there because they're a ton of the students at the university. But that's more like who lives in Champagne than anything else. Excuse me. Well, I think that we should maybe put up on the blog a like video of one of those flying marathon runners next to a video of Bartolo Colon. <laughs> running around the bases. That's a good idea. I'll see if I can do that. I don't know if I can do that. That's a really good idea, though. <laughs> All right. We got five minutes left. Okay. What What have we not discussed? Uh, what? Steph Curry got MVP today? So I was up till 2 o'clock last night, 2 a.m. Central Time. Whoa. Do you know why? Watching basketball? Watching basketball. And drinking? No, I had to stop drinking because I had to go to work today, which is really like a really, like, God, I was super glad. It was like 10 p.m., and I was like, this game's going to go so late. And if I keep drinking, I'm going to be hungover at shit tomorrow. So I actually did stop drinking at about 10.30. Um, but I got to watch Steph Curry totally obliterate my Portland Trailblazers. In uh, oh, yeah. overtime, like it was a good game. It was a really, really good game. And then Steph Curry just turned it on, and he scored by himself seventeen points in five minutes. On the bummy, yeah, it's crazy. I uh, remember I was texting you guys 
earlier this week because Stephen Wright of the Red Sox, who's a knuckleball pitcher, oh, yeah. played a complete game uh, and almost did it in less than 100 pitches, which is kind of incredible for a knuckleball pitcher. Did he, but, did he complete the game? Yeah, he pitched a complete game. He <laughs> gave up a home run with two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning. Otherwise, it would have been a complete game shutout. Mm-hmm. But um, he... But I was I went to the bar to try to watch the game because it's they were playing the Yankees and I can't watch it on my NLB TV because it's a local game. Um, and they were playing the basketball playoffs, it's the OKC and the Spurs, and I was like really pissed. But then in that game, Kevin Durant had like yeah. this incredible second half, and it was kind of amazing to watch. Yeah, it was because. Yeah. He was doing that same shit. He was like just, you know, draining baskets left and right and just like, you know, some pretty heavily contested shots. He was like, it was pretty incredible. Yeah. And Steph Curry was taking like 30-foot three-pointers with a guy in his face kind of shots. Right. Like it was just like, it was insane. And he also has an adorable daughter that will have to... uh Put on the blog also that I'm looking at right now. Um, and, you know, I can't be mad at the Golden State Warriors. I, I, it's, it's, it's funny to be a Portland Trailblazers fan because the Trailblazers, you know, if you count last night as, like, an iconic game, which maybe it wasn't, but, like, Steph Curry's performance was iconic, the Blazers have now lost three of the most Famous games in NBA history. Yesterday right? was one of the most famous games of NBA history. I would think, like, Steph Curry, like, did something... I mean, I would argue because only because Steph Curry did something that nobody had ever done before. Which right. is score uh, 17 points in five minutes on a bum knee. Like... Oh, man. You ever watch the video of, uh, what's his name? And he scores... Like fifteen points in less than a minute. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, unless you're talking about Reggie Miller who scored yeah. eight points in like twelve, uh, twelve seconds. No, T Mac. You gotta look it up. Oh yes, I did see that. Did they win that game? Yeah, they did, but yeah. they were down by like ten points yeah. with one minute to go, and then he just scores like. 15 points in a minute. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Tracy McGrady, right? Yeah, yeah. Tracy McGrady. Yeah. A.K.A. T-Mac. A.K.A. T-Mac. Anyway, so Golden State's going to beat the Blazers. What's that series at right now? 3-1 Golden State. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean... They were going to win regardless. Um, Cleveland, Spurs, will be, Spurs will probably be... Spurs will probably be OKC, yeah. Dude, Sam, I found something that's Tracy McGrady 13 points in 35 seconds. Is that yeah, that's probably the one, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's insane. Um, okay, so Bartolo Colon... Just hit his first home run in his career. He's 42 years old. What other first does he still have in store for us? Uh, <clears throat> he could become the fattest baseball player ever to play the game. Just like go full homer, go full homer, and be like a morbidly obese. But he's still under yeah. contract. He still pitches, but he weighs like 500 pounds. Has he ever thrown a no-hitter? I don't think so. I don't think so. I feel like, yeah, I just want him to like go around the bases on a rascal. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> go up to bat on a rascal. On a rascal. And then he like stands up and like strikes out and then gets back at his rascal and drives away. <laughs> uh, starts to pitch like he drives his little scooter up to, <laughs> to the, the mound. 
but it can't get up the mound. It's too steep of an incline for the rest. <laughs> In 2014, he had a perfect. In, in 2014, he had a perfect game going into the seventh, and then lost it. Yeah, he could throw a perfect game. Um, he could become the oldest player to hit his second home run. <laughs> Yeah. That's not very cool. Steal a base. He should steal Whoa. a base. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he should steal a base. That might kill him. <laughs> he might just probably like, probably like give up halfway through and just start sliding. Like, <laughs> get tired. Like, uh, uh, kind of like slide. They get a slip and slide, like from first to second base, and just a slip and slide so that he can just like. Belly flop. <laughs> what about he could be the first major league pitcher to summit Mount Everest? No, dude. All right, dude. No, he went up a different mountain. Oh, he, he didn't go up Everest. He oh, went he went Kilimanjaro. He went up Mount Kilimanjaro. Yeah. Really? All right, Dickie went up Kilimanjaro. Yeah, yeah, and the and the Mets didn't want him to do it. And they're like, listen, if you hurt yourself climbing this mountain, we will consider that a breach of your contract, and we won't pay you anymore. And he's like, okay. <laughs> Do you guys have any opinions on um, Steven Strasburg's uh, new contract with the... I, don't, I mean, again, so it's disappointing. But I don't understand why they would spend all that money on someone who's already had something done. Right, yeah. A lot of people have said that. Well, probably because they're the Nationals, and they're terrible. And they're terrible. Yeah. Yeah. The Major League's most bland team. No, yeah, bland, yeah. God, I was watching, I was watching SportsCenter last week, and it was like, Diamondbacks at Rockies. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Why is this even on television? Yeah. <laughs> and they were both wearing, like, super weird uniforms. They were both wearing, like, weird alternate uniforms that didn't even make any sense. I almost feel like they're not even playing baseball. It's like a different thing altogether. Yeah, they're just running around. It's just a giant game of grab ass over there. <laughs> in the Navy. There's no atmosphere. And Arizona is like a fucking it's like six hundred degrees. It's like that's not that's not baseball territory. No. The oven. The oven is in like his undershirt. Ooh, like Sam, that would be a good like worst stadium ever, like I'm thinking of, like, the Boston Celtics, like, 1984, like, purposefully having a stadium to, like, fuck with your visiting opponents. Like, yeah. you close, like, it's a dome, but you only have the dome closed on hot days, and then you beam, like, hot heat lamps down on them. Yeah, no. It's, the turn off the AC. Closed, and then you turn up the heat. Yeah. And then they do hot yoga in the stands, and it's and it's hot soup night, <laughs> right? Exactly, and like all of the Gatorade coolers are filled with hot Campbell's tomato soup, <laughs> chowder, <laughs> chowder, 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 chowder. Oh, yeah, you're thirsty? You're thirsty? Oh, Have a cup of chowder. Here's some fucking chowder. <laughs> it's also, like, throwback. Like, everyone's wearing, like, jerseys from, like, 1890s, so it's just, like, really thick, itchy wool. <laughs> yeah. So you just only can it's wear uniforms made out of burlap sacks. <laughs> <laughs> and no gloves, either. No gloves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What team would do that? Would that be like Montreal or what? Like, no, that would be Arizona for sure. <laughs> Arizona. 
There's no humidity. You'd have to turn up the, like... You'd need, like, yeah, fog no. machines or something in this stadium. Yeah, fog. <laughs> so it's really hot and it's really foggy. <laughs> That's like, like you, can't, you can't see. Uh, alright, alright, we gotta go. Uh, so, Red Sox are tied with the Orioles right now, atop of the AL East. White Sox are first place in the AL Central, and Seattle Mariners are first place in the AL West. When is the next time this is gonna happen? Uh, let's see if where we are one week from today, in fact. Yeah. Do you know who the Mariners are playing this next week? They're playing the Rays tonight. They played yesterday. Yeah. And then I believe they're going to play the Angels after that. Oh, that'll be good. So I like those odds. Yeah, Both yeah. Rays are not good. Mediocre teams. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Mariners have won the last... They split the series, a four-game series with the Astros. Prior to that, they had won the last five series they played. Yeah. So... I see no reason they won't continue to win. Uh, it, people will, you know, Nelson Cruz has not gotten hot yet, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. Same with the Red I Sox. I feel like at some point he's got to drop off, Nelson Cruz. Really? He hasn't dropped off. He hasn't been having a good season, really. Last year he was great. It, like That was a career season he had last year. But, uh, or the year before, really. But, uh, I think the Red Sox will keep winning. Uh, I mean, their offense is just really, really good top to bottom. It's like a, such a solid lineup. Um, and I think that they'll probably make a move at the trade deadline if they're you know, still in first or near the top for another pitcher, uh, starting pitcher. Because mm, yeah. really the only good pitcher we have right now is that guy Stephen Wright, who's a knuckleballer. Um. Because price has been terrible. Yeah, yeah, that's been tough. And, like... You called it, though. Yeah, I called that from the get-go. Because I don't like that guy. His velocity's down. I don't know what the deal is. I mean, you know, maybe he'll turn it around. But I, I never had very high hopes for him in the first place. Right. Uh, yeah, let it be known. Sam was on top of that one. Uh... Pretty yeah, good. what a dick. What a dick. <sighs> All right, you want to play us out, Joel? All right, I'm going to play us out. This has been Dump on the Ump, season two. Uh, let's play us out. Have a good night, America. Maybe. <laughs> Oh uh, no, I don't like this song. I'm gonna play a different song. This is a. Oh no, dude, it's about to drop. That, oh yeah. yeah. Here it comes. Oh yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, you can feel it now. I can tell. Yeah! Also, Shelby has been in charge of committing to baseball. <laughs> <laughs> She's so totally <laughs> Oh, yeah. That would be good. She's seen the national anthem in every baseball game. <laughs> the only job she has is to sing the national anthem in every baseball game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>